0: Good morning, Captain Suba here, and as usual, I pray you've had a wonderful week. I'm here to toss out a weekly lifeline in these rough waters of life. Well today, and I didn't mention this last week because so many people may well have avoided this week's version, we're going to talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness trips up so many people. It's tripped up myself it's, it, it, it trips up everybody. Forgiveness is hard, but we've got to talk about it because forgiveness is huge. I can't even list the number of Bible verses that talk about forgiveness. I've attached several to the podcast, but it's a sampling. That's all, it can, that's all we can say. Forgiveness is huge. Frankly, you know, uh, I don't know how we can expect to go through life without forgiveness as much as in my life it's been such a hard thing for me. I've had some awful things happen to me, some self-induced, some not. But in each case, I've had hard feelings and I've had very hard feelings, and they consume me. And in 2008, I had just come off of a very, very, very horrible uh, life experience. Um, It ruined me financially. It ruined me socially. It ruined me mentally. Um, It was horrible. And I was bitter, 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 and more bitter, And although I took my share of the blame, I ignored that and chose to be mad at everybody else. And when I went back to church for the first time in a long time, as you might imagine, the sermon was about forgiveness. My first trip back to church in probably six or seven years. And I just rolled my eyes, and I looked at my wife, and I said, oh, my goodness. But <clears throat> the point of that sermon hit me like a, like a ton of bricks. And we're going to talk about it in detail here in a minute, but what the core of it was, was I'm a sinner. And... I have to have, I do things wrong daily, uh, as much as I try not to, and if we were all honest, we would all agree that we're in the same boat, and I have to have forgiveness, and basically the sermon, as you might imagine, talked about how can we expect God to forgive us if we don't forgive others and that was kind of obvious and but he got into some deeper issues that day that kind of hit me is that forgiveness doesn't have to mean that we recreate a relationship and move on exactly as we've done before it doesn't mean that we have to like or trust those people who, in our eyes, have done us wrong. It doesn't even mean that we have to continue to associate with those people. It just means that we move on. We forget, or and and forget's a bad word, we choose to move forward. And we have to trust that God will deal with and handle and manipulate our situation to where those circumstances that we feel were wrong and unfair work to our advantage. And we move on. You know, as a Practicing attorney for 29 years, I tried a lot of jury cases. A lot of them. I didn't do criminal work, but I'm very familiar with how the criminal process works. And as I processed this whole issue of forgiveness, it struck me that if we look at this clinically and if we look at this in perspective, Maybe this will set it set the tone right for a lot of people. Clearly, if you are a victim of a crime, let's say that your a family member was murdered or badly beaten up or falsely accused, that you would not be a good juror in a case like that. And in fact, in the United States, you would be excluded from any jury because of your close connection. And the reason for that is, is that you don't have impartiality. You are too close to the situation. It is going to be hard for you to make a fair and impartial judgment about whether or not there was really a crime committed, and if so, what would be the fair punishment. And we all get that. That's pretty commonsensical. So let's look at this idea of forgiveness with that in mind. God, if we believe in the Bible at all, we believe that God is ultimately fair and ultimately just and is ultimately, ultimately omniscient and knows all. And if we believe that, then we know that ultimately, whether we agree or not, all of his actions are going to be fair and impartial and just. So, if something has happened to us that is legitimately improper or wrong, and if, even in our judicial system, we would be excluded from the jury, is it not logical to simply say to ourselves, look, We trust God. We believe that God is fair and just. We're going to pass our right, and I'm not sure we have a right, but a lot of us think we have a right to justice to God. We're going to hand this over to him to be fair and just to all parties, and we're going to move on with our lives. That's forgiveness. That's where we say, you know what, we're we're passing our, our self-imposed or self-considered right to fairness to God, and we're going to move on. We're not going to look backwards. We're not going to hold a grudge. We're going to move on. Now, do we reestablish a relationship with the person involved? Do we get back in business with them? Do we... I, those are decisions you make on your own. But just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean you ever have to go back to the same level of closeness or or in the same relationship you had before. It's just that you let go. You pass that, that burden on to God. You have to trust that God's going to handle it. So... And once you do that, you, you, you lose that burden that, that you've been carrying. Because you see what happens, and I lived through this. Somebody harms you, and let's assume it's all legitimate. Let's assume that, that they legitimately harmed you. They, they said things bad about you that weren't true or whatever, and they move on. They don't even think another thing about it. And every day you wake up mad at them, trying to plot revenge, trying to. So who owns who at that point? They don't think anymore about it. They've moved on with their lives. But believe it or not, they still own you because you continue to dwell on it. You continue to, to think about it. And so they get to continue, without even their knowledge, they get to continue haunting you because of you. Or in my case, because of me. Forgiveness says you know what? If they're due punishment, I pass my right to punishment on to God, and I'm going to live my life anew today. I'm going to move forward. And I move forward. That's forgiveness. That is what we're talking about here. Doesn't mean anything more than that. I've moved on. I'm done. God's got it. And when you think about it that way, when you really grasp the fact that you don't need to be living in the past because your future is where life should be, it's a freeing experience. It's a, it, it, it takes a thousand pounds off of your chest. And as a result, from that sermon, on that first Sunday back in church after many years, I went home and I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm moving forward. God, forgive them or deal with them, but I'm done. I forgive them. My life's too important. I've got too many things to do. I have too many goals to reach to be burdened by what somebody did to me in the past. Since that point, and this is honest, I haven't thought much about it yet. At the time, it was devastating for me, but I've moved on. And I don't regret a moment. And I think that once people begin to understand the biblical meaning of forgiveness, your life can change. But more importantly, and I think uh, what so many people forget, is that on a daily basis, all of us sin, every one of us. And if we deny that, as the Bible says, we're liars. And then... We sin, and we know we don't meet the mark. And whenever we pray, whether it be that evening, the next morning, or whenever, we ask God to forgive our sins. And how hypocritical is, is it that we ask God to forgive our sins, and yet we continue to carry all of these burdens, these, these, these concepts of people harming us, in other words, we don't forgive others. How hypocritical is that? How can we ask God to forgive us when we don't forgive our fellow friends and neighbors? It's just not right and it's just not fair. And the, uh, I'm not going to quote the Bible verses. We all know them. I've attached several, but there's hundreds of them. We have to forgive for God to forgive us. It's better for us. it's better for them. And God is fair and just, and things will happen as the way they're supposed to happen. And for us to be freed of our past, for us to move forward from things that we think were unjust, is, is a wonderful thing. We're going to talk a little more about forgiveness next week, but I, this is a precursor. This is, kind of touches on the generalities of forgiveness, but we've got to get a grasp on that because if we don't, um, we're going to miss out, and that's what I'm trying to avoid. I live through it. I'm a, I'm a prime example of forgiveness changing my life, and I just ask that all of us consider that. But until next time, May the skies be blue, may the seas be calm, and may the wind be on your stern. Captain Suba, out.